So you get to the gym, you do a workout, you rush out at the end because you realize you've run over time again. You've rushed the whole thing. You've been thinking about absolutely everything else when you were supposed to be getting a great workout in. Now, you tell me, do you think that you just got a really good return on investment for the time that you just spent in the gym? Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, guys, welcome back to the show. Hope all is good. My name is Andy Naylor, CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design, host of your Optimal Alpha podcast. And I hope that you are having a great week. Now, we are continuing our CEO or busy business leader, busy professional series. And today is number six. Now, I recall that I probably told you that last week was number six. Hey ho, there we go. Uh, today is actually number six. And we're talking about max ROI, return on investment. Specifically, quite simply, the return on your time investment. Time is the most important commodity we have. Okay, it's not money. You can spend money, you go earn it again. Once you've lost time, buy by time. Like you, you, you're never gonna get it back, are you? So we want to make sure, no matter what we're doing, and this is not just for training, but we're gonna drill into the training aspect today just to keep things nice and simple and straightforward. We wanna make sure that we are truly getting the best return on the investment for the time that we're putting into something. So we're gonna be delving into this idea of max ROI, specifically on the time in the gym. Or whatever, or whatever you're doing for your training. Um, you could be doing anything, but we're going to center in on gym-based stuff because essentially it is where you would probably get the, the biggest bang for your buck in terms of the, you know work to results. Um, so tell me, how familiar does this sound? So you either probably train first thing in the morning, super, super early, in the gym or maybe even at home, or you maybe train on your lunch break, probably not, maybe then after work, right? They're the three key times that someone's going to be training. So you probably fly into the gym or wherever that might be with no real preparation done in the last few hours before, right? Maybe not really considering food, maybe not hydration, the mental prep that you ought to be doing before hitting your workout. You kind of walk in, and if it's a gym, you probably spend longer than you ought to catching up with your gym pals, you know, talking about the game yesterday or whatever happened at work yesterday or whatever, whatever, whatever bullshit you've, you know, you've got to talk about. You spend a bit too long doing that. You then try to work out and try to work out basically what you're supposed to be doing that day. Cause the chances are you don't really have a proper plan, a set structure, a set plan. Okay. Chances are maybe you do have a plan. Maybe you just grabbed it from your mates down the gym. Maybe it's the plan you've had since you were at college. Maybe worse, you've just downloaded it off the internet. 
So you go into the gym or wherever you're training and you queue up probably for the same kit that you use all of the time. Maybe you put the same weight on the piece of equipment that you did last time or you th you think because do, do you really remember exactly what you put on every piece of equipment every time you go to the gym? But maybe you put the same weight on and you smash out a bunch of reps until it kind of starts to feel a bit difficult. Okay? You then repeat this over and over again across all the random pieces of equipment that you're going to use for the next 60 to 90 minutes. Okay. All right. Suddenly, you notice the time and you realize you've ran over probably again. Okay. You're now in a rush to leave because either you've probably got to get back to work or maybe you've got to get home for that precious family time that you promise your family that you will give them every day. Okay. But hey ho, you've at least got to the gym, right? You've at least got to the gym, you know, and you've been able to just, you know, I've ticked off the, I've done my gym. I've got it done. I got my workout in today, right? Do you think that's good enough? Do you think that's, do you think that's got you the maximum out of that 60, 90 minutes? Do you? Because I don't. I do not think that is anywhere near good enough. And the reality is, is it doesn't take a lot to make it a lot better. And this is not criticism. This is not criticism. This is just what I hear from the many busy professionals that I speak to every single day. This is common practice. It's normal. Why? Because you've probably already got so much on your plate. Understandable. You're either high level in a business, you're running your own business, you've got family to take care of. My goodness, you've got a lot of plates already spinning. And why, why, why do you, why do, maybe you feel, why do I need to dial in my gym work any further? Like, this has worked for me in the past. This is all I had to do when I was at college and I was in savage shape. This has worked for me in the past. And it's going to work for me again, right? Like, it, it, if it's worked in the past, it's working, you know, it's going it's to work again, isn't it? Hmm. But then you've got to ask yourself this question. How long do you truly feel that you've been stuck in the place that you are now? Now, if the place that you are now is somewhere where you are not 100% happy with, then something's got to change. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you absolutely love where you are. Cool. Good. Seriously. Happy for you. Very happy for you. But again, that is not the majority of people that I speak to. And I just don't believe that that's the majority of the people around the world. I think most people would like to be better than where they are. Right. That's fair. We should also want to be because we should be moving towards a goal. So ask yourself, how long have you had the belly? How long have you had that belly? How long has it been there? How long has it creeped up and you're like, oh, I just got a little bit of a belly going on? And it's been there longer than you would have liked. How long have you had the aches and pains that maybe you're now walking around with? How long has just moving been a bit more difficult? How long has your energy been a little bit, you know, unsustainable and unpredictable in the afternoon? How long has your sleep and your stress not been where it's supposed to be? How long have you been in this place? Because we're only talking about training, but it is the catalyst to change. Diet is important, yes, but if you want to change your body, there has to be an imposed demand placed upon the body for which it will change to, i.e. your training. So if nothing's changing, chances are what you're doing isn't good enough. So let's sort it out, shall we? So what we need to do is start paying just a little bit of attention, and it don't need to be a lot, seriously, because our job when we come into someone's world is not to make their world more difficult. It's already difficult. When we work with someone, it's like, okay, delegate this to us. Let us be your caddy. Let us look after this for you. You focus on driving that business and looking after your family. We'll focus on looking after you. 
That's how this works. So firstly, let's look at the plan, right? We're not going to go into depth here because I've done that in other podcasts, which is overview, high level. But ultimately, simply put, that plan must be crafted fully for you, 100% custom for you. Not what Billy Boy's got down the gym and he's handed it to you because it's worked really well for him. That's utter rubbish. Not something that you've downloaded off the internet because it's a program that's just being sold and the picture on the front is exactly what you want to look like. That's utter rubbish. Those things will do something, granted, right? But if you want to take things to the, the level that you, that you could get to, it needs, the plan needs to be catering for your goals, yours, your limitations, because we all have limitations, both in time, things we can do, surgeries, injuries, all these things are limitations. They're things that have to be a, a plan has to be crafted around your preferences. Would you train at home? Would you train in a gym? How many days could you train? How much time could you put into it? Just being given someone else's training plan or just downloading from the internet takes none of this into consideration. And it's therefore not even a plan. It's now just a bunch of shit written on a page that you're following and hoping for the best. That now sounds a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? And ultimately, also, if that's what you're doing, you're essentially trying to push water up a hill. You're just, yeah, does that make any sense? You're just trying to push water up a hill. And a plan does not need to be advanced like most people think that it should be. Most people want, oh, you know, I've been training a long time, Andy. I need something advanced. Simple and basic, done well, works far, far, far better. It's then the advanced application and implementation of the plan that matters, not the advanced or perceived advanced nature of the plan itself. It's your application. So tell me, do you want an advanced plan or do you want to learn how to be advanced to implement the most basic plan possible? Think about that. Okay. You do not need advanced. And I don't care if you've always been an athlete. I hear that every day, and I, and I say that respectfully. I hear, I, and I've always been an athlete. <laughs> I'm like, okay, right. Look, we've got to, for some of you listening to this, yes, of course, that is going to be the case. And maybe you've continued to keep up that athleticism all the way through your life. But again, I have the experience and the ability to look into many people's circumstances, and it's just not, that's not what's going on you're most likely not most likely there's a chance that you were athletic at college but you're not anymore that that was years ago and we do tend to mentally get stuck somewhere back in our life um somewhere in our formative years think about the music that you like chances are chances is an interesting way of looking at it chances are the music that you still like and listen to today was the music that you probably your were your formative years late teens, early 20s, maybe through your 20s. That's probably still the music you quite like, is for me, is for most people. So we do tend to get stuck back somewhere in, in the way that we think. But that was years ago. Chances are you now sit at a desk all day, you've probably got 30 to 40 pounds to lose, a belly to get rid of. You probably don't really tr truly have any healthy habits in terms of your food. That list goes on. Sorry to break it to you. Stop using the phrase, I'm, I've always been an athlete. You were once an athlete. Fair play. You're not anymore. Chances are. Okay. So you now need a plan that is custom and tailored to you. 
probably written by a professional who has gathered the necessary details to craft that plan around you, not just pick it out of the sky. Okay. Good professionals will have years' experience helping them and guiding them towards helping a particular demographic that they look after. Again, we personally look after busy business leaders, CEOs, hence this podcast where I get to talk to you all. Okay. Um, there are certain demographics that we, we don't particularly look after. We could, but our, our, our sort of area of expertise is now looking after a particular type of person, in a particular scenario. So when we craft a plan, it already takes into consideration a lot of the things that we already know those people are going to be struggling with. Therefore, it's crafted to an individual. That, so think about the plan that you're now using. Is it now, is it even a plan? Is it really? Now, if it is good, great, sweet. If it isn't, that's the first place to start. You need something that is built and tailored for you, probably by a professional that takes your goals, your limitations, your preferences, your lifestyle, everything into consideration. Otherwise, you are pushing water up a hill. Now, what happens before the plan? So we've got the pre-session. What do you do leading up to the point before you walk in the gym? Now, this will be different depending on when you train. But let's put at least a little bit of attention into maybe how you fed yourself leading into the session. Let's imagine you're training after work. There's a little bit of less time before work, obviously. Let's say it's after work. Um, you know, feeding yourself with a zillion cups of coffee is not the answer, first of all. Um, during the day, you need to have consumed some protein and at least some fats or, and or carbohydrates, okay, through the day. And maintained a great level of hydration, which probably also means consuming some high-quality sodium with your meals through the day to actually help your body hydrate. The carbohydrates will also help that. Um, all of these things will have just begun to prime your body, like get it ready for physical performance. So when you do go and train later, the effectiveness of the training and your ability to train hard and intensely will go up if you fed and watered yourself. Now, of course, if you're training in the morning, consider what you do at the end of the day before. Do you go to bed fully hydrated? Have you fully digested your final meal? Did you, you know, have you, did you sleep well? But ultimately, just in the food side of things, what did you do in the last few meals before you went to bed? And then, of course, when you get up in the morning, maybe you've got time to eat, maybe you haven't. If you've got time to eat, you want to consider something that's quick and easy. You certainly want to hydrate. It's the first thing you should do even before a cup of coffee. Yes, I said it. The first thing you should drink should be water. So consider that. Maybe if you're eating during the day because you're training at lunch or in the evening, while eating one of those meals, maybe sit and do a little bit of prep work before the session. Maybe go back and look at your training logbook. Go look at the numbers that you logged from that session the week before because you are logging your training, right? Yeah, because if you're not logging or logbooking your training, then you don't know what you're doing in terms of are you moving forward think inside a business of all the numbers that we might track and log and so on and so forth why we do that so that we don't have to bloody well remember them because there's a lot to remember and we are humans and we make mistakes when it comes to numbers so just write down what you achieved and what you did when it came to your training last session because those numbers are the things that you need to beat or at least they give you a reference of where you should be heading towards okay so now you've begun to mentally prepare yourself for the session ahead. You're not just walking through the door of the gym and thinking, ha, huh, 
how come I'm going to do today? You're walking through the door of the gym thinking, I know what exercises I'm doing today, what pieces of kit I'm going to need, what order I'm going to do them in, how many sets I'm going to do, exactly how much weight I want to try and get to, and how many reps. You've just, you've, that's a fucking plan. Like, you know exactly where you're heading and you know if you got a successful session in or not. Alphas, I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself. But not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then, of course, sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Share it with one person. And, of course, drop us a five-star review, download the podcast, and, of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. Okay? So now the actual session itself. Firstly. Don't walk into the gym and just chops with all the guys, right? Just less chitter chatter. Get in, head down, focused, and get the damn work done. Chat afterwards if you've got time. Time, if you want to, if we look again, remember, this is all about max return on investment for time. So time your rest periods. It is easy for all of us to like rest longer than we should. 60 to 90 seconds between most things is going to be enough. Yes, like if you're particularly strong on things like a deadlift or a leg press or a hack squat or a squat or so forth, you might want to take longer. But the moment you are ready to go, you go again, theoretically. So time them. And also, try not to use your phone. Get don't get off your damn phone. Or your bloody Apple. The, the worst thing I see is Apple Watches. Because the little things, as soon as you get a text, what do they do? They buzz, they beep, or they do something, and everyone looks at them. Like, get that shit off you. Get distractions off you. That's all, that, all they are at that point in the gym is a damn distraction. You should be focused on the only task at hand at that present time, which is training well. So get off your phone. Emails, texts, none of this stuff has any place in the gym. I know you're busy. I know you're important. I know you've probably got to get back to stuff. But you need to ring fence this time for yourself. Otherwise, you're just going in, maybe using 60% of the time to get the job done. So you're not, you're not getting any return on investment. You might as well not go. So if you're going to go, go and mean it. Um, now, given that the plan you've got is now correctly written for you, it now doesn't need to be very long. It needs to be short, hard, and intense. So 45 to 60 minutes is probably plenty. It's all you should need. Really, it's all you should need, okay? Supersetting actually can also help here. So the idea of doing two, they can be opposing movements, they can be supporting movements literally back-to-back, suddenly removes one whole lot of rest time between the two. So you could do a, oh, goodness me, I don't know, a leg extension followed by a hamstring curl immediately after each other. Now, if you did three sets of each of those, so there's six sets, you've just, you've just reduced six lots of 60 to 90 seconds rest time, haven't you? Because you've superset them back to back. Now, I'm not suggesting that's, like, I don't tend to superset things. If I was really short on time, it would be something I would consider, yes. It's then what you superset and then having the plan work based on the idea that you're going to be supersetting things. But it can certainly help. Get your session done, get stretched, get yourself wound down, get out the gym. 40 to 60 minutes. 
another key thing here would also be when you when you go to the gym, why don't you just pick if you've got the option, pick a quieter time. Pick a quiet maybe lunch breaks is quite a quiet time. Um, first thing in the morning and lasting at not lasting at night, but first thing in the morning after work are always busy times. If you have the ability to do like a random mid morning, I can tell you gyms are mostly quiet. Like anywhere between maybe half nine and sort of eleven ish, great time to train. Really good. I've trained at that time for a long. I train a bit earlier now, but I've trained at that time for a long time. Super quiet. Go in. Won't be many people around. Get your session done. Get out. Um, more kit will be available because there's less people in there. Less people to chat to. So consider if you've got the option, pick a, just pick a quiet time or even a quieter gym. Nothing wrong with that. Now let's dig into some specifics. Now the execution of the moves themselves. Just going into a gym and flinging weights around is monkey work. Okay, engage brain. We are not. If your if your goal is to improve your physique as well as health, longevity, wellness, and all the other good things that are going to come you know along from this. You are not going into a gym to lift weights and use machines. That is not your goal. Granted, that's exactly what you're going to go and do, but that's not the goal. The goal is to challenge muscles. The goal is to challenge muscles. Okay. So every rep that you do should be as near to 100% perfect as possible. I have spoken about exercise execution in this podcast before. There might even be two episodes on it. Please go back and listen to them. We'll be talking much more in depth about the specifics of execution and things you might want to consider. Not going to cover them in this podcast, sorry, in this episode. Go back and listen to them in previous ones and they'll be there for you. But your goal should be that every rep should be near as 100% as perfect. This is, this is really where you're going to get max return on your time. If you think about it, everything else is great. But if you come in and train like a monkey, it's all pointless. Everything else was pointless. If if you come into the gym having done everything else and then your execution is damn on point, now you've just put the icing on the cake. Now you've now now you've you're really pulling out the maximum that you can from every session. And it's as simple as that. Now, that's not a lot of difficult stuff that I've just explained to you. Like all of that is pretty easy. None of that is really time demanding or really thought demanding. But you put all those things in place and I can tell you for certain it will skyrocket your results based on the amount of time that you put in. You will be able to put ultimately less time into your training and for sure can tell you that you're probably going to get much, much better results. So there we go. Max um roi on the time that you put into the gym i hope that this has been useful um of course as always if you found this useful and you think you know someone else who might do please share the podcast with them share the love we appreciate that and uh of course uh, if you've found this particularly useful which i hope you have um why not drop me a, a review a five-star review let me know your thoughts um i will appreciate that for now alphas i'm gonna let you get on with your day i will see you on the next episode take care bye-bye Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.